Hi there, sport fans. All of you are probably familiar with these sponsored radio programs, which are rapidly becoming the highest type entertainment features on broadcasting stations. As your master of ceremonies, I solemnly swear that we're going to try to make it 60 minutes of real enjoyment for every member of the family. Welcome to the Undrafted, Uncensored. Hello. It's an all fuck I'll draft you uncensored start. <laughs> I so for those of you who've never recorded on Zoom, there's a button that just says record, and I thought it was gonna give me like a you know, like a hey, we're about to record this this meeting. Nope, it just goes straight into it. So no, it's thank just, God oh, Colin fuck, was we're ready. Recording. Yeah, he was ready to go. Because <laughs> otherwise we were not ready to go. <laughs> Oh man, the undrafted, uncensored duo show. Duo well, baby. September seventeenth, twenty twenty one. Dude, it was a crazy week one. Which I I know through some of the stuff we'll talk about week two in a second. Anything catch your eye from week one in particular, Mace? Pittsburgh and Buffalo for sure. Um, yeah. I think everybody was really caught off guard by that. Uh, I couldn't believe, like, I, especially towards the end of the game, the end of the fourth quarter, uh, I wasn't watching that game. I was watching the Seahawks and, and Colts game. Um, but then I flipped over and saw how close that game was. And I, I, I mean, I didn't watch any of it, but then I went back and watched the highlights and it just seemed like the Bills either underestimated entirely the, the Steelers' defense um, or the Bills' defense underestimated the Steelers' offense. Uh, ben looked like he was average enough to be able to make the plays that they asked him to make, which, I mean, that's, again, from a quarterback in any part of the league, that's all you really need, so... I, I don't know. That was the game I think surprised me the most, though. Yeah. Um, I mean, you you used a really good phrase right there, like underestimate, because that's what I did all of week one. Um, you know, I underestimated. It was either underestimate or overestimate, but I think it was more underestimation. Um, the Philadelphia Eagles what huge underestimation i almost yeah. picked the atlanta falcons as my survivor pick week one <laughs> I, i'm glad i changed it to the rams because what they scored like 30 points on yeah, the falcons to three. yeah the three i think the falcons i'm pretty sure put up a three spot again because oh, yeah i mean oh. I, I was expecting you know i i know you don't have julio jones but i don't think they had him for much of last year anyway so it was just one of those things where it was like i don't think things had changed very much uh, and Philly, to me, I mean, with Jalen Hurts, it didn't seem like they were a lot of it, especially trading for Gardner Minshew right before the season started. It to yeah, me sounded they like Flacco. they weren't confident with where they weren't Jalen confident Hurts. in Flacco either. Yeah, like all of that, and then Jalen Hurts goes out and puts up, you know, Balls out. yeah, yeah, he was, was the best for <laughs> he was the best bench quarterback uh, in all three of my leagues this year <laughs> or this week. 
Oh, are you all over the Jalen Hurts wagon? Yeah, I get. It. Oh, well, I guess. so I like I just take him because I I love running quarterbacks as like my fantasy quarterback because yeah. they they net you a lot of points. But I, I picked Kyler in all my drafts, and I felt like Kyler popped off this week too. So I mean, that was also I think another surprise. I yeah. I did not anticipate the Fal or not the Falcons, the Cardinals uh, doing what they did to the Tennessee Titans, and not only that, but the Titans' offensive line getting just fucked, absolutely yeah. railed. I think every single one of our defensive player of the year uh, picks from last week is uh, now in the crapper because Chandler Jones is by far the leader of the pack. Five sacks in the first game. I, I mean, you're already off to a hard start. I mean, if, <laughs> if he gets another five sacks next game, I mean, shit, it, he'll break the record by week four. <laughs> and I was just going to say that it could happen. He's playing a Minnesota Vikings team that, I mean, they I know have- we'll preview and, recap but they're they look like crap last they gave week up too. four sacks last week <laughs> on, on, i mean then again I, kirk cousins i mean I, he's not a bad quarterback but i just because I, I did i was watching that game a lot too because i wanted to see the return of joe burrow i wanted but it to was, see yeah it, I, I but i mean four yeah. sacks against the Bengals, and i like the Bengals, but i don't like their defense not a good defense no. four sacks <laughs> <were>. <laughs> it, it's so, a little frightening that they were able to do that well against the team that i uh, the viking we watched in preseason with the broncos yeah i i didn't seem like that was going to be the chief concern to me for what I saw from the Vikings that they needed to work on this year was how they were going to manage their defense. But I mean, well, and their fun. defense took another hit uh, today also officially. Um, uh, I'm going to pull up the name in just a second, but they lost another defensive guy today. For Dude, this injury or... game injury. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's, like oh there's a vikings cardinals game um where is it give me one second injuries not up here um that's all right i'm sure it'll pop up uh before we get in the preview um yeah so i yeah that underestimation the cardinals popping off one one more game that i i think surprised even us too because we talked about it after it happened was new orleans and green bay yeah. If you would have told me going into that game, or if you would have asked me which quarterback is going to throw five touchdowns in that game, I 10 times out of 10 would have said Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. I would have never said Jameis Winston. And I think that was a lot of underestimation of the impact of, uh, I keep, I, I keep on, I've called Aaron Rodgers. I've said Brett Favre in place for Aaron <laughs> Rodgers literally four times in it's, the last day it's and a half. fairly close right now to how, <laughs> how they're going so i mean it's not not a far off thing to say but that yeah that underestimation of the impact that the offseason of aaron Rodgers had on that team to start this season i think is something that i didn't see coming in that outcome not that i didn't think the saints would be good i mean honestly teddy bridgewater threw for what was it 147 or yeah. one, 148 yards and five yeah. touchdowns. I mean, good for you, but that's more the Packers not showing up because yeah. you held that quarterback under 200 yards, under 150 yards. And forced uh, him to throw two interceptions, which all of last year he only threw three. So yeah. he had, uh, I, uh, I coined it the discount double nut tap. Nut <laughs> check. That's fair. <laughs> I mean, it's not wrong. Oh, yeah, the other the other team that I really 
you know, I guess it was one of those teams I thought was going to be good and I kind of picked to be good, but looked really good was the Los Angeles Rams. Or, yeah, Los Angeles Rams. Yeah. <laughs> the Rams, you know, I know they were playing the Bears, um, which we'll get into here in a moment when we go over um, go over uh, last night's game. The Bears will come up. But the Rams looked so good with Matthew Stafford in that game. Incredibly the good. Bears. Uh, I, I even mentioned it that honestly, you know, if, if we get to it today, but I honestly would have the Rams after last weekend as my number one team, just based off of week one. I mean, off of week one alone, not looking at a schedule, not looking at anything else, but how they played and who they played against. The Rams appeared to me to be the best team in the NFL last week. It honestly also wasn't just their offense with Matthew Stafford and whatnot, their defense. I, you know, I, I don't know if I've just had this disdain for Jalen Ramsey all my, my life or whatnot, what but did I mean, Jalen Ramsey ever do to you? I don't know. I really, I have no idea, but after last week, just the sheer amount of plays that man was in every single time. I don't think there was a play where he wasn't near the ball. And, yeah. and I was just so surprised. And so, I mean, I, I understand why he's, you know, very, very highly looked at and all that kind of stuff. But, man, that defense, though, is going to be truly something to, to reckon with. Yeah, Aaron Donald, Ramsey. I mean, that's going to be something to come. Yeah. But, you know, last night's game, last night's the Giants and the Washington football team played a match that was – Hey, it's back, been back-to-back great Thursday night football games. Yeah, I will say that. I did not expect this game to be good, entertaining. I didn't expect shit from it. Nothing. I picked the under on everything at 42 and a half. <laughs> I mean, I was I was dead wrong. You were checked I out. A, I I had a free I was I was checked out after the first Daniel Jones touchdown. I had a free bet and it was I I I put Devontae Booker at plus 1600. It, it was a free $5 bet. Like Whatever, Saquon's hurt, whatever. And then yeah. they go, then Daniel Jones and the New York Giants go five wide, empty backfield from the Daniel Jones know, eight is yard line. every play. And I'm like, I'm like, why didn't I take Daniel Jones at plus 1400? <laughs> of course he's more likely than Devin or Devontae Booker. I, and I've done Devin Burke, but of course he's more likely than Devontae Booker to get that touchdown. Uh, it, it starts off, but the Giants, the Giants blow this game. You know, the Washington football team looks like they're going to go 0-2 and they're going to lose at home. Uh, literally, they're going to shit on a field that was shit on by the pipes. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot what. Oh, man. Jesus. Yeah. Oh, my God. Dan Snyder, were, get your shit together. Jesus Christ. Or at least keep it in the pipes. You don't want it on the field. <laughs> you don't want it on your fans. That Well, I yeah, guess they yeah. technically do, I guess. Fuck, I, I, I guess. Uh, nasty. Yeah. Um, so I, I mean, the football team is starting a backup quarterback, undrafted free agent, XFL hero, uh, for shotgunning seltzer. <laughs> They're starting him. Heineke did play a playoff game and gave Tom Brady his best, uh, his best competition through last year's playoffs, but that was more of the Washington defense than it was Heineke. Uh, he helped them and kind of kept them in the game, but there were spots where Tampa Bay could have 
I, I just finished uh, a video thing going over highlights of that game and Tampa Bay could have intercepted a few passes, a few things here and there. It was, it was really more just about Tampa Bay not playing up to the level in that game, but either way, Heineke in, rejuvenated that team. He gave him energy when there was about three minutes left in the game or three and a half, four minutes, they go down in two consecutive plays and scored a touchdown in 47 seconds. You know, it's like a 55 yard pass to JD McKissick. And then it's a 20 yard pass to um, uh, one of their wide receivers. It's not McLaurin. It's so it doesn't really Jones. matter. Yeah. Yeah. People's Jones. Um, they score in 47 seconds. The giants come back, get a field goal, take the lead again. And then inexplicably, uh, the, um, the the football team marches back down the field into field goal range, and Ho- Dustin Hopkins kicks a field goal and misses it, but the Giants are off sides. Dexter Lawrence jumps off right, oh. and not only that, not okay. You know, I, I get if you're on the outside of the line, like way out there, and you jump off. You know, okay, sure, that can happen. This man was right over the ball or, yeah. you know, to the right of yeah. the ball. As, you as over watch, as you can be. You can watch that thing get snapped, and he still jumps. Like, I, I don't – I I was mind blown. Yeah, I've never I've never heard of the, uh, you know, the fake snap, the fake hike <laughs> in uh, in a field goal, but I guess Try to drive. just got it because they got him offside, and they got a second chance. Whoever is the place kicker <laughs> – or not the place kicker, but the uh, – Center uh, or the, long the holder, the, the holder, whoever's the oh. holder that because yeah. I'm assuming he's the one who's given the cadence. I don't they just isn't it just I, that? I swear, I swear it's just that like they like they look at the kicker, they get the kickers okay, yeah. and then they look to the snapper, and then they, they like you said, it's just that that's all yeah. it is. I I mean, I've been to football games, I can't say I've ever heard the placeholder yelling out hike or anything like that. I, I, I mean, maybe it's happened but I've never heard it. I know it probably when, has. when I played in high school, we did, but like you said, I don't know if in the NFL, I literally, I think it's just like a hand signal. I think that's all it is. I, I, and so I don't know. Uh, I don't know what's going on with this uh, NFC East uh, in that game. I mean, the Eagles are sitting atop at one and zero right now. Looks like, I mean, with the Cowboys too, I, I think the Eagles and Cowboys could be a fun rivalry this year, but I think yeah. the Giants and football team, I, I mean, I don't know if, if the football team, I, Terry McLaurin last night oh. was, I, I have to play against him in fantasy and he already scored 30 points. Uh, but I mean, huh. like that man, the joys. I, He's good, and I don't know, especially last week, because I looked at his stats last week, and he had, like, <laughs> he had two targets and, uh, like, maybe, like, 10 or 15 yards. and it's It was like, nothing you, last week. You need to get that man involved. And you see what happens when you get him involved. He scores – I think he scored two touchdowns. If not, I know he at least scored one. It was uh, – he, he had a wild – he had a wild night. And 150 night. yards receiving. So, like, <sighs> why are you not getting him more involved? I I, I don't know. I, what I will say about <laughs> this game, though, is I've learned and I've known that this has been true is Daniel Jones's rushing ability is extremely underrated, I think. I, I know he fumbles the ball a lot, and I know that's an <laughs> issue. I know he's, he's kind of a turnover machine, but 
I they said it last week or they said it during the broadcast that last week he was the leading rusher for the New York Giants. And he yeah. they had Saquon and Devontae Booker, and neither of those two could outrush a quarterback. That's and worrisome. He, he should have had a touchdown if it wasn't for his wide receiver getting a holding penalty at like the 25 yard line which looked kind of i don't know it didn't yeah, look like it was a holding it, was call. it looked weak. like it uh, yeah it could have gone either way i think calling it was more of the weak move but yeah it is what it is yeah yeah i i agree that that probably shouldn't have been called but they they might have gotten together and say well let's just call it holding on they might have had another mic moment. toss it on that guy yeah <laughs> sure why not tampa bay <laughs> Just, the the, court, the quarterback can't run for 75 yards without a holding penalty. Exactly. Uh, um, but, yeah, I, I think with with this game, I've, I think we've learned enough about the NFC East to know that the Giants are just going to be the New York Giants as we know yeah. them. And I think the Washington football team will put on a subpar performance through the rest of the season. And I think they'll, they'll do enough to just kind of coast on by and make it you know, right around that 500 mark. Yeah, I think that they're going to have moments. They're going to have moments like yeah. that McLaurin catch uh, in week one or, you know, his play last week. Yeah, he had 11 catches for 107 in the touchdown. Um, so, yeah, and, and I, I know I said Philly sits the top, and I'm, I more say that in my mind, Philly sits at the top because I know that in Dallas retired, but Dallas just got wrecked. I mean, whatever Baltimore had, if COVID isn't contagious, their injury bug is contagious because the Cowboys are hurting and they just got another guy suspended for PEDs (laughs) for five games, which means he'll be out through the Broncos game too, uh, another offensive lineman. So this week they have a rookie going up against Joey Bosa uh, trying to block him. Yeah, good luck. Good luck. Uh, (laughs) We'll talk about that, but – with that loss to the Giants, hot, Coach's hot seat real quick, and we'll get into uh, some games. But Coach's hot seat, Joe Judge has to be at the top of it. I mean, Vic Fangio was at every at the top of everyone's list, but I think that week one victory just really sealed the deal for him, and it sealed the deal in the decision to start Teddy Bridgewater and win that game because Bridgewater looked good. He looked efficient, and he led that team back for a touchdown um after you know he, he led them back with, for a touchdown after a fumble on the five yard line by Albert O and Fangio's butt is firmly off the hot seat but you have to imagine that Joe Judge um Matt Nagy uh you know uh Klingsbury isn't on the hot seat anymore yeah I don't know why John Gruden isn't part of this list but he just isn't because he's got a lifetime deal with the Raiders because <laughs> of fucking the Davis <laughs> family just really 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 needs John Gruden apparently I guess so I, I don't know he sold his soul or something and or or Gruden just knows something about that family that like you know that that could be it I, I, could be I it. don't know um so yeah there's Judge uh judge naggy urban meyer i don't think he's really on the hot seat but his name has to be mentioned and then lafleur for the packers uh, i mean he came out and said that this team wasn't ready which you mentioned if lafleur is saying that about his team it's your job 
it's not Aaron Rodgers' job. It's not, I mean, Aaron Rodgers or Devontae Adams, who are the leaders on that team. It's not their job to make sure this team is ready. Uh, yeah, it helps, but dude, the bottom line is that falls back on you because yeah. you have superstars and those guys play the game. And if they say they aren't ready, you didn't do a good job. So I think Lafleur has to be mentioned in this, um, even if it's not likely. I still think he should be there. Um, but is there any doubt right now that Joe Judge is the first one to get fired this season? I, out of every coach that you've just named, I can't. I mean, a lot of these teams, especially like the Falcons who got blown out, they got a new coach. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you could say something about like, I, you could say something about Urban Meyer. I just, I think it's, it, he's in like a weird kind of limbo state because yeah. you've got, I, I, now all of a sudden with the USC, USC vacancy, people are like, are you going to leave and go to the college again? And he's saying, no, I'm, I'm firmly here. But then you get all these reports from Jaguars camp that's saying that he's one of the worst coaches that anybody's ever played for. He doesn't know what he's doing. He doesn't know how to run an offense or he doesn't know how to run a locker room. So, I mean, that also slightly concerns me, but I I think Joe judge probably is like the highest on the list. And I would say if they get to week six and they've only got one or two wins, they might look into uh releasing joe judge but i don't know i think out of everybody that you've named i think joe judge probably is the the one on the hottest seat i guess you could say but i don't know it's tough like there could be a surprise i just think Nagy of chicago will get a bit of a reprieve once uh trade or trading lands justin fields i mean <laughs> once fields gets in there and plays i think that will give a little bit of time and all these other guys have reprieves. I mean, like Lafleur, I think he'll obviously make it through the season. They might struggle this year more than any of us thought. But they, he could get, he could, uh, he could get uh, John Fox at the end of the season. Yeah. You know, eh, we had a pretty good year, but we're not going in that direction. Yeah, sorry, and they're going to try and try and keep Aaron Rodgers by doing anything possible, even though he says he likes Lafleur. I think he's just I think he's pissed at that whole organization still. And oh, he is yeah. not he is not losing on purpose. I don't know where that you know, where that narrative came from that Aaron Rodgers is gonna lose to spite the Packers. I I think it's just I don't angry see it Packers DNA. fans. But yeah, I totally agree. I don't see why he would be sabotaging because I mean, even if you hate the organization that you're with, I feel like you still would want to win and your ultimate goal at the end of the day yeah. is to still win a Super Bowl. Regardless of if the team isn't the biggest slap in the face to go win a championship, leave that team and then go somewhere else and like lead them to a championship. Cause you know, Aaron Rodgers has his pick of places to go. Yeah. So he's going to go to a contender after this year, yeah. leaving green Bay. I would think that that would be the biggest slap. Like, Oh yeah. Now let's see what you guys do with Jordan love. It was kind of funny how he let Jordan love play. He, he did let Jordan love play. Let's be very clear. Yeah. <laughs> no i i i honestly though like i i can't see rogers sabotaging this badly i i think like exactly what you said i think the off season of the whole aaron Rodgers dilemma was enough for the organization to just not be focused on football and regardless of if you've been you know a 10-year starter in that organization uh i i think it, the whole 
dilemma surrounding Rodgers was enough for the organization to just kind of not focus enough on football. Yeah. Yeah. It I was, it was a bad thing. And they, uh, they get the opportunity to get right against the Detroit lions this week, but With- the teams that uh, don't need to worry about getting right all reside out West Mason, all of them, the AFC best NFC best. The best is out West. All teams undefeated in both West divisions. I, I tried to find a stat that said the last time that that had happened, even through one week, and, and I couldn't really find anything in particular. But it's surprising, especially, you know, with the teams that some of these had to face. I mentioned it earlier, uh, the, the Cardinals going to the Titans. The Chargers had to go out east and play the football team. You know, there were there were surprises and a Raiders facing Baltimore, even though I think we all overlooked the fact that the Raiders were opening up Allegiant Stadium in Vegas. And that's something that it, it played a big role in that. Oh, absolutely. Game, which yeah, that stadium a, was jam packed and it was all it was. black jerseys. I didn't see. I mean, granted, I know the Ravens <laughs> do have some alternate black jerseys, but I felt like I didn't see a single Ravens fan in that building. I didn't, but you know what I did see at the very start of the game? There was a Broncos tie-dye, like a uh, 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 Grateful Dead shirt, and then I saw Mahomes. Those are two that stood those out two. to me, <laughs> and I guarantee you those had beer all over them. Oh, the yeah. Quarter. Oh, yeah. There's no way <laughs> they didn't. So, uh, it's just, I, 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 it was hard to believe that that's how things, things turned out for this for the West in general. Yeah. And that leads me to the question is, is the championship favorite right now out West in one of these two divisions? I know there's still the chiefs, um, but I mean, everybody's want to know, or is this going to be a case of first week kind of, all right, everybody gets, gets kind of a, everyone just had a good week. (laughs) I, I think the only team besides the chiefs that I feel has a legitimate chance is going to be the Los Angeles Rams. I don't think I don't think there's anybody else. I I think the Niners, you know, I they're probably going to be on a carousel. I think if Jimmy Garoppolo has like even like a remotely bad week, fans are going to be calling for Trey Lance. Yeah. Uh Russell Wilson, I I mean, <clears throat> I think they'll probably have a 10-win season. I really I think they do. Yeah. But I don't think it's going to be anything like super spectacular. Um I and same for the Cardinals. I mean, uh, they could have a really good season, but I don't think they're going to be top of the division. And I don't think that they'll, I don't think they're going to outlast the Seahawks. I, I think no. between the Seahawks and the Cardinals, I take the Seahawks. I, I, I guess I take the part that I take about the Seahawks is the fact that they've been there yeah, and they've done it. And the Cardinals are, a, I mean, fairly young. They're, they're a fairly <clears throat> young team, but, they're really not. I mean, they yeah. have a lot of veterans. They have guys who have won in Chandler Jones, J.J. Watt, DeAndre Hopkins, um, and guys who are hungry. And, yeah, they're young. But it's, it's more young at the quarterback and coaching position, which is why I take the Seahawks more. But I, I don't know. I, I don't know if you remember, but the Rams were my dark horse pick yeah. last week. <laughs> and it, I, I mean, I, I, like, it wasn't – I didn't say that the Rams were number one in, like, would be number one in my rankings because of that, but they literally legitimately 
that team just looks hot. And yeah. so from the West, I mean, but you have the Rams and the Chiefs who are legit Super Bowl contenders. Yeah. So we could have an all West uh, championship or, totally. or uh, Super Bowl. And it's even possible there's an all SoFi Stadium Super Bowl with the Chargers and the Rams. Yeah. In SoFi Stadium. That's where the Super Bowl is this year. I feel could like that imagine? would be crazy. Could you imagine? One, we going back to last year, there was never a team that played in their own home stadium, let oh. alone that there would be two teams from their own stadium playing at right? a home game. Could you? I, I would. I mean... I, I'm, I'd be at a loss for words. I am at a loss for words even thinking about it right now because it's just, it's kind of, it's fun to think about. It's still early. So the possibilities are kind of endless, but it's something to keep an eye on if the chargers can stay hot and continue this trend. So. <laughs> I, I think out of, out of the West besides or in the AFC besides the chargers, I think, the Raiders are such an enigma. I like, I don't know. They, this no. could have been just a total fluke. Uh, I know the Ravens, we talked about it last week, decimated by the running back position. Um, they still put on a pretty good rushing performance between Lamar Jackson uh, and his backup, which I'm totally blanking on. Um, uh, J- Jason Williams. Yeah. Um, and I, I think the Broncos, as much as I love them, I just, I don't yeah. <laughs> think that they can keep up with the Chiefs for one, and I think the Chargers will be another interesting challenge to add on top of that. I just – I don't see them being up there quite yet. Yeah, the Chargers have – they have a different type of firepower on offense than the Chiefs do, but it's still a really strong because Austin Eckler is a much better running back right now than Clyde edwards Alaire. And he's a much bigger threat out of the backfield, which yeah. is a different dynamic than what the Chiefs bring to the table in Tyree Kill and Patrick Mahomes. Because Herbert doesn't have to, you know, scramble 20 yards to the right sideline and throw 75 yards across the field to exactly. Tyree Kill to make a completion. Herbert can move five yards out of the pocket and Austin Eckler's going to find pole and then he'll go for the yeah. other 75 yards. Yeah. I, and so, I think what differs between the chiefs and chargers uh i think the chargers have a much better defense than the chiefs do i do too a much better defense uh, uh, the chiefs the chiefs have the chiefs aren't a bad defense no not but at I all i think i think bosa is more of a disruptor on the chargers side and i think um, a secondary led by a very veteran chris harris for the chargers i think they're a very complete secondary as well. And I, I think that's what I, we mentioned this last week that I think having a secondary with these young quarterbacks that are just out there slinging it. Uh, and not only that, but slinging it extremely efficiently. I think a good yeah. secondary is what you need to combat that. Yeah. And yeah. These, these divisions, that's the other thing when I mentioned the AFC and FC West is these guys could beat up on each other. I mean, we thought the North was going to be a tough division beating up on each other. Uh, these guys might just run each other up and down the field all damn day and uh, it make it make it really tough for anybody to really stay healthy and, you know, be able to recover quickly. Um, the only chance you have to recover at the end of the season is that week in between 
yeah. the Super Bowl and the uh, championship game, conference championship. So it's I, I do like it. it. It's fun for the West Coast because it does give a little bit more uh, credence and eyes on the games out here. And even possibly the opportunity for a Broncos game to be flexed into prime time and still not lose that streak <laughs> selfishly. God. Well, I mean, totally right. Before the season, they didn't deserve it. I, I'm, I, they didn't deserve one, but they had the opportunity because of who they're going to be playing this year. And, you know, if, if, if that winning continue, streak continues. Yeah. If they continue so. to do well. Oh, but winning streaks, winning streaks. We've got to uh, we've got to get on to some picks, my friend. Hell yeah! I don't know uh, who did you have last night, or did you have it in last night? In time? I did not have or, it in last night, but okay. I mean, my my pick was for uh, the Washington football team. I had the Giants. That's I, fair. I thought Daniel Jones was going to just continue that trend, and nope. So either way, I'm down one to zero this week. You live uh, and you learn. <laughs> Yeah, I should learn that the Giants <laughs> I shouldn't bet on Devontae Booker to do anything unless it's against the Broncos. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> and he didn't really do anything last week, but uh wanna obviously jump in and talk about the Broncos first. Broncos head out east to play the Jaguars early at eleven AM. They are without Jerry Judy for multiple weeks, which I don't know how it's only a few weeks. Uh that did not look good. No. Uh, Darby is out also for multiple weeks. So, uh, hello, Patrick Sertan, the second. You are you are now uh, elevated starting yeah. role. You played 15 snaps last week. Get ready to play 60 plus this week. Yep, uh, easily. And not only that, but you are going to be. I I would imagine that they're probably going to let. Um, oh my God! Why am I blanking on his fucking name? Oh, Jamudia? No. Who, uh, the other starting corner? That Callahan. wasn't Darby. Callahan. Yes. Callahan? Thank you. Yeah. Callahan's, <laughs> thank you. God. Uh, Callahan's <laughs> probably going to be on Chark for most of the game, but you're probably also going to be flexed and covering him as well. Well, yeah, because Chark is a big receiver. Yeah. Um, he, he's, he's not slight of stature. Marvin Jones, Marvin Jones Jr. is a, smaller stature guy which would be more Callahan's uh, advantage against him so Trevor Lawrence he did not look terrible in week one or great he threw three picks had had his touchdowns also three TDs um threw for over 300 yards but it was against the Houston <laughs> Texans team who had nobody who I mean they just traded Bradley Roby yeah shows you where <laughs> <laughs> like, they're only I don't secondary know what the players are doing but they got boat raced by the texans and my early preseason upset of the broncos going out east has dramatically changed after teddy bridgewater I, I i still feel it could be a very bad trap game for this team from the broncos but i don't see them losing it right now i i don't know how they can more so because of how bad jacksonville really looked if jacksonville looked somewhat decent coming off a win in New York and then traveling back out East to play in Jacksonville, I think would hurt them more, but I don't, I don't see it this week. And I can't, I, uh, the only thing that I see uh, 
the, of how Denver could lose this game is if the defense just does not show up and Trevor Lawrence looks like he didn't in college. I, I don't think I, it was quite impressive. The time of possession that the Broncos were able to hold last week. I just, I don't know. It, those drives took a long time and a long time to score. And those are the games that kind or those that's the kind of team that scares me is if you need those long drives to score, because if you're playing the chiefs and they can go down and score in two minutes, and then you need, you need eight plus minutes to be able to put up a scoring drive. That's terrifying. And that's, you know, that's where the big difference between Locke and Bridgewater is, but also Bridgewater won't go for that force, that home run ball, which showed in the last game that, that coming back from that fumble and driving down to end the uh, second quarter, go into half with the score was a big turning point. I think that leadership, even Von Miller said it. Yeah, we haven't uh, seen it since 18. Yeah, so it, it, the team is behind him. I just hope that Von has a voice big enough to know to not let these guys feel like this is an easy walkover game. Yeah. Bridgewater, Bridgewater's been around this before be, from being in New Orleans and being on a really good team. And not just when he's starting. I'm saying having played behind Drew Brees and seen him lead a team go into games like this and he's seen them lose games like this too. Yeah. So hopefully Bridgewater's learned and he's also a leader in the way that he presents himself throughout this week or has presented himself throughout this week coming up until uh, Sunday. So, I mean, I have the Broncos winning. Sounds like you do too. I do. Yeah. I have, I actually have a big number on this one. I think, I, oh. I mean, I, 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 I'll tell you about a bet I made, but it's not on the line, but I think the Broncos, I think it's like, 33 to 10. Okay. I, I was really surprised with your score of last week being as high (laughs) as it was. And it turned out you weren't very far off. I wasn't, (laughs) but, uh, I think my mood, like I said, I, I had a feeling that later in the season, uh, that the scores might get a little bit bigger and the Broncos might actually be able to put out an offensive unit that, we haven't seen in five plus years or something. Um, yeah. My score for this game is fairly similar. Similar, I think it's thirty-five to ten. Okay, yeah, so. <laughs> we're yeah we're right on point, and I I think you know they should come out. It's that first drive. I, we'll know in the first drive how this Broncos team feels Absolutely. about this game. That will really tell the tale because if they don't come out hot and ready, I, I think we'll know it in that tone for that game. It could it easily could Shift. be. It was a so fast 12 to 10 loss for the Broncos. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, playing in Jacksonville, their home opener, it, that's the Broncos. I mean, like many teams need to come out hot, but the Broncos, especially, they need to come out hot. So, totally. Yeah. My, my bold prediction. I mean, if I'm right, I can always go back to that and uh, just say, I told you so. And listen, last year, last year, I made a prediction. <laughs> last year, I made a prediction that Mitchell Trubisky would throw for like five touchdowns in a game. <laughs> And oh. everybody was like so crazy. And it turned out that that was the game that he threw five touchdowns for. And so I was heralded <laughs> as a prophet, but it didn't come true the next week when I said that he would go for another three touchdowns. Instead, he oh. decided to throw three picks. So I was going to say, did he, did he reverse it on you? He sure did. <laughs> he did. <laughs> I love it. Oh, all right. So Broncos win. We got that one. Yeah. Um, Bengals bears. Bengals. My, my kind of darling. My darling team. I told you they're not going to be the best team out uh, in in the North, but uh, I believe they're better than I thought. They were better than the Steelers, and I had yeah. that wrong. They're going to be better than the Ravens. 
That's especially uh, watching the Ravens and knowing what they're going through right now, too. Yeah, that's Fair. and that's more out of what's happened to the Ravens than I think the Bengals being better. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the Bears didn't look that good. Uh, after this game, I think it's definitely field's time. Uh, Dalton, Dalton's, Dalton's time has come to an end, in my opinion. And the Bengals, cut with their offensive firepower, I think they have the offensive firepower that is similar to the Los Angeles Rams, and they'll try and do similar things to what the Rams did to the Bears, and they'll be successful. Yeah. So uh, Bengals, I think, going away in this one. I, I love Joe Burrow, and, yeah. and I think reuniting him with uh, Jamar Chase – as everybody was so worried and i think i was even slightly a little bit worried but i they put all of that worry away i mean they were able to connect on a touchdown this past week and i think especially with t higgins i man this it's an offense that i think is very scary and joe burrow's got some good weapons joe mixon had a really good game too tyler um, boyd's there still too tyler ex- boyd yeah. is a great possession receipt like it's They've got a really solid <laughs> offense. They really do. Defense could use some work, but I think that's to come in the next couple of years. Um, yeah. Unless Fields somehow gets into this game early and stays in this game, I don't think the Bears win, and I I, I agree. I oh. think Bengals too. You mean if Fields gets in the game and all of a sudden everything starts to go slower and they have extra time on the clock or something to win Something that like game, that. I don't play know. like five quarters. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I know it's in Chicago. I just not feeling this, it. The, yeah, this this Bears team, you know, they looked flat last week too. I mean, that partially had to do with the Rams, but they just I I don't I think they're in a very awkward spot with where it feels in Dalton are because I, they yeah. want to respect the veteran and respect the fact he got paid and deserve he deserved to get paid. I mean he didn't deserve to have Justin Fields thrust upon him the way it happened. He deserved that money after last season and what he's done. There's no doubt he's a okay quarterback. I mean, he can be a starting quarterback in the NFL. Yeah. But what's behind him is the shiny new toy. I, so, yeah. I agree. Uh, next, Texans Browns. The Texans who just beat up on the Jaguars have to go to the Browns who inexplicably lost to the Kansas city chiefs last week. Yeah. I don't know how they lost that game. Uh, some mental errors. I know people are saying that uh, Baker Mayfield threw a stupid interception. I think he was trying to throw that ball away at the end of the game and he was just getting tackled. I, 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 I don't think he was really trying to complete it as much as just get it out. And someone told me the other day, why don't you just take the sack? That's not how quarterbacks are wired. No. They're not wired to be like, Oh, I should, I should get sacked. No. Oh, they, I should they get want rid to make of the, the ball. Play. Yeah. Yeah. They get want to make the, the play or get play. Rid. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. And that would be making a play. It would be making a play to give them another chance. And yeah, a quarterback isn't wired to take a sack unless you're Peyton Manning and see five guys running straight at you then up you the gut fold. and on the self sack. And then they're not going to call it. So I'll run for 10 yards. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the Browns, uh, I don't, I don't know if you saw Perna this week, but, uh, Perna put out he put a he had to put a bet on the Texans Browns. Oh, game. I can see that, yeah. <laughs> uh yeah, I think anybody who if if the Texans win this one, I'm shocked. I mean, the Browns are my eliminator pick this week, obviously. I, I honestly I man, if the if the Browns lose this one, it's 
full panic mode, I think, in Cleveland because it has to be. I don't know what's going on. Uh, but yeah, Browns have to win this one. And I, I agree. They, they do. I think so. Yeah. Full panic mode, even without OBJ, who yeah. I know, I, I, you know, OBJ is ruled out, but that doesn't, he wouldn't change it him. anyway. <laughs> no, it shouldn't. <laughs> it, it, they it might lose if he does play. Right. Fuck. I don't yes. know. Yes. There's no Mason to argue that or Caleb to argue that one. Nope. Hi guys. Oh yeah. If I didn't say it. Yeah. <laughs> Love you guys. Uh, Caleb and Connor are, are off today. Can't make it on, uh, but they'll be back next week. So Absolutely. anyone tuning in, looking forward to seeing them argue uh, you're wrong. And so far me and Mason <laughs> have not argued on anything. Because not one bit. He, Cause he's a smart, smart man. <laughs> I don't uh, got devil's advocate <laughs> things to point out either. Can't do that. You're, you're not giving me anything. I know. Like, I'm sorry. God damn it, Mason. <laughs> I'm sure we'll get something here in one of these pick uh, Bang energy drinks. Gives you the courage <laughs> to agree with each other. Water. <laughs> Drink. <H2O. laughs> uh, yeah, there, I'm, I think there will be some. Rams versus the Colts. I don't I, think it's a surprise here either. I don't either. I mean, the Rams just, I know they're traveling out east. They're go, or going out east. They're going to the Midwest, to Indianapolis. <laughs> uh, and they're going to face the Colts, too. Uh, yeah, Colts didn't look good last week. <laughs> I was going to say, why? Because I that was the one uh, 11 a.m. game that I did watch. And they didn't surprise me or, you know, make me think that they're going to be some kind of sleeper team or anything like that. I think they're just going to be... Same with like Washington, where they'll coast along. I think they'll make barely 500, maybe a little bit below. Carson Wentz is out at the end of the year as a quarterback. Yeah, it's it's just not a good team, really. Beyond, you know, I I mean, offensively <clears throat> is Jonathan Taylor and Pittman. Pittman Jr. can look really good, but he he needs a quarterback who can throw him the ball. He's not he's not a DeAndre Hopkins. He's not a Devonte Adams who will make those types of plays and make yeah. the quarterback. He will have moments, but he's not just that. That's not the type of wide receiver he is. So offensively, yeah. Um, I, and the Rams are just – the Rams are too good. Yeah. You know, it would be a letdown for me if they lost this one. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Bills, Dolphins. Okay, who would you have last week? Did you have the Pats or the Dolphins? Uh, I think I had the, I think I had the dolphins. Okay. I did too. Um, I mean, either way we can go back, but I had the dolphins and I know the Pats defense is good, but man, that was like a set, what? 17, 16 game. I want to say well, a one point game and, uh, uh, dolphins were on the road. Uh, the bills lost to the, Pittsburgh Steelers, yeah, same thing. They just they weren't ready for that game. Uh, this game, I don't know where you're at, but Josh Allen has killed the Dolphins. Uh, I don't know if you know this, but the Dolphins haven't beaten Josh Allen. Nope. They've only covered the spread one time. Um, Josh Allen has killed him, and I, I think that Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills put up over 40 points on the Dolphins this week. Okay. And get right. I mean, that's maybe the Dolphins get to 20. I don't know because I, I, the only reason the Dolphins, I think, get to 20 points is because um, 
is because the the uh, Bills are scoring so fast and yeah. giving them the ball more often. <laughs> that's that's literally the only reason why I should think. I love the reason though. Points. That's so good. <laughs> um. Yeah, I I, do, I don't know if you feel if this is going to be a close game, but I just the line is three and a half. By the way, the line I, is it, three and a half. It it is. I I so I mean I, I I can't disagree with you on this one either. I get another one where we agree okay. on, but I because of exactly what you said, Josh Allen has not lost to the Miami Dolphins, and I don't think especially after last week, and I think how embarrassed I, he talked about it in a press conference, how embarrassed he felt. I I just I think he's gonna come out playing exactly how he did last year. I think the like you said, the Bills will get right. They're gonna figure everything out. Everybody's gonna go right back to going, oh, the Bills are a Super Bowl contender. And I, I think this is the game that really just kind of gets them set back on the track. I don't know if it's gonna be 40 points. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I think like 28, and I think it's yeah. gonna be like I think the defense for the Bills is just gonna suffocate Miami as well. I think so. I've got Bills defense in two fantasy leagues. I think you. I think you look pretty good. I don't <laughs> think Tua looked good. Yeah. But I mean, he was playing a Patriots defense, which we all know with Bill Belichick and his son and whatnot. They they normally uh, tend to have fairly yeah. good defenses. Um, but I mean, yeah, Tua still looked fairly good. I just, I don't think he's going to put anything spectacular this week. No, I, it's a lot of what you talked about with the Broncos for this game with, uh, the bills and the dolphins. I don't, I I don't think the dolphins can keep up with the bills at all. Like they're just, they're not made for that. Um, Fuller is out for this game too. Still. Or I think it's Fuller or Sneed. One or the two. Right, Fuller mm-hmm. might still be suspended, but uh, one of their other wide receivers is out. So, yeah, but I, I really do. I expect a huge crooked number in this game by the Bills. That's I, – I just – I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. No, I blew it. Pats, Pats Jets, the rookie QBs. I think QB2 we, versus QB15. We could have differing opinions here, I feel like. Yeah. Uh, you go first because I don't know. I don't know if we do. Oh. I, I i'm taking the new york jets oh i i wanted to but no i can't okay i can't i i'm taking the new york jets they're at home yeah i think especially after watching last week's performance i know the first half was very rough for zach wilson the second half though is where he i think either he kind of woke up or he feel or he felt like all right i you know this is how an nfl defense plays then i gotta play you know my kind of ball and i think like I was saying, I know Bill Belichick has a really good defense. Um, and I think – I don't think it's going to be like a super high-scoring game. I think this will be another uh, Dolphins-Patriots game where it's like a one-score game. And I think it's going to be 16 – or not uh, 10-13, and I think the Jets win. Okay, so this is this is my thought on this. I think if it's that close, it's a Patriots win. All right. If, if, it, if it stays that close, the Pats find a way to pull that one out and win it. But the way I see the Jets winning is literally Corey Davis and Zach Wilson connecting um, and just going deep and and the Jets simply outpacing that team because uh, I think that the Patriots running game will get established and that's where they're going to control this pace of the game, which is why 
it's I, I want to I, I do want to pick the Jets I, I really do and it's I don't know if it's out of uh, spite for the Patriots <laughs> or belief in the Jets or wanting my fantasy players to do well I don't know where it comes from but I really do but I just can't see it because I mean, you mentioned it the scheme it's a it's a rookie QB and really on offense the Jets have Corey Davis and Zach Wilson who you're right, it took him till the second half of that game to maybe feel like he belongs in the NFL. But by that point, you know, they were lucky to get close to Carolina. Carolina just kind of let up and were just, I I don't know. They they just, Carolina didn't play that well in the second half of that game. Yeah, excuse me. So, yeah, I mean, I like it, but I I really just, I can't, I can't, can't I couldn't couldn't make myself go there. (laughs) I mean, I'll give you a quick preview. I did a parlay and I could not put that game in my parlay. That I that is a game that could go 50-50. I really I think so. Yeah, I, I couldn't uh I couldn't put it in there. Another game I could not put in my parlay is the 49ers and Eagles. 49ers travel out east to face the Eagles, who we mentioned slaughtered the Falcons last week. The 49ers looked really good, whether it was Garoppolo or Trey Lance in his five passing yards and two, two touchdowns, one touchdown. <laughs> Something like that. Uh, my disbelief in the Eagles continues here, and I have the 49ers winning this game. I especially I, – I know they're at home. I know the Eagles are at home, and I know that that gives them a really good advantage, and I'm sure people are stoked uh, in Philly to be able to go back to the stadium and whatnot, so I'm sure it's going to be rowdy. I just, we talked about it just now with the West. I just, I think they are a very good division. And I think that they all went undefeated for a reason. I, I yeah. minus the Raiders. I don't know. That's like I said, yeah. the enigma, but I think they all went undefeated for a reason. And I think it's because they're very good. And I think the 49ers win this one as well. My disbelief. See, I, I am, I am, I am worried. I am worried about the 49ers D. You know, they lost uh, – I mean, on offense, they lost uh, most hurt. <laughs> Always and, most hurt. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, Verrett uh, is out for the season for their defense. I mean, they they just brought in Josh Norman also in San Francisco. I, I didn't think they were going to be as good as they looked last week. So, I, I think Warner's this is there, just... And I think that's, that's going to be a good running stop for them. Or at least somebody that, that you know, because he's a really good – even if it goes out into coverage, I think he's really good with that. So I think he can stay uh, fairly well with whatever tight end that they want to toss out there, whether it's Ertz or whoever else that yeah. they have now. Goddard. Goddard, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I think this still goes to my disbelief in the Eagles. Um, may, I mean, I mean maybe, maybe they've just turned that new leaf. I mean, honestly, from I, part of it stems from last year's final game when they tanked it which I I did feel respect disrespected the game in a lot of ways not letting Hurts play yeah. even though it would you know cost you know another team an opportunity to the playoffs and everything else I, I I think I have some just disdain for the Eagles because of that and I know it's a whole new regime and I shouldn't carry that in the season but I it's Philadelphia I just hate Philadelphia <laughs> it's Philadelphia I also don't like that yeah Bryce Harper that includes you Mr. That, NLMVP. that does include you <laughs> bastard <sighs> right he's gonna win the mvp yeah you know that you know that and it sucks 
if it's, I, I wish Tatis would just like show <sighs> up right now. I just wish. I love or, Tatis. Or I hate that he Jr. plays for the Padres. Yeah. Well, yeah. If Acuna Jr. didn't get hurt, oh. Or Degrom, if Degrom was still pitching Degrom. lights out. Man, it. Yeah, so many stars got injured this year. It sucks. It sucks. It sucks so bad, especially in the NFL. Guys are dropping like flies right now. I know everywhere on. uh, There's just names and it it hurts with the Broncos. Do you realize? Okay, so I heard this stat to go back to injuries. So Jerry Judy and Tim Patrick kind of replacing him. You realize that Tim Patrick had. Four, I think I believe it was 34 less targets than Jerry Judy last year, and really? only one, and only one less catch. Wow! And Dr- so, Judy was fucking dropping them left, right, and center. Could you imagine so, if he was getting Judy's targets? Yeah. So for the Broncos, I mean, to go back, that's not I mean, bad. It, it, Judy Judy looked like he was balling out this year, but Tim Patrick has proved it's that not a can, bad replacement. He can at least catch the ball, and Judy hasn't done that over an extended amount of time. So there, Judy, there's hope. There's hope did, for the. Oh man, there you go. Did he have a drop this past week? I I know I don't, Hamler I don't had a did. drop. I don't think he oh, did though. Oh, Hamler had a Hamler drop. Hamler had a drop. <laughs> oh, all right. We got two more 11 a.m. games. This one, well, Raider Steelers. Yeah, don't think it, it's. It, don't think. I think you and no, I are going to agree on this one. Uh, yeah, the the Raiders while they beat the Ravens at Not home, impressed. they also lost Gerald McCoy. All they had was Darren Waller on offense, and the Steelers find a way to shut that down. And the Steelers go two and zero to start the year. I don't know yeah, how that happens. I listen. I don't like the Steelers as much as you do. I don't like the Raiders anymore. No. Um. But yeah, I, I there's no way that the Steelers. I I feel like especially at home too. I think the Steelers take this one very easily. All right, last one: Saints at Panthers. Saints are a three and a half favorite, but I have the Panthers. Do you? I do. Okay. I think I think that was kind of an anomaly. I mentioned it earlier. I mean, Winston threw for less than 150 yards, had five touchdowns. The Packers weren't ready. And I like the Panthers. I think the Panthers with Christian McCaffrey are dangerous, and they're gonna they're not gonna let Jameis Winston do that to them. Uh, Kamara is gonna be it's it's a Kamara. Oh, I've lost your audio. I can't hear you anymore. No. Uh, no. Uh uh-uh. I'm not on mute. I hear. I'm talking just fine. I'm good. It's you. Uh, <laughs> wait, talk again? Wow. I Okay, either it is really me or there's like something going on. Yeah, it's, it's you because it's... <laughs> You're, you sound like a robot right now. Do I? Here, yeah. let me... Okay, let me... Uh, oh. Is it back? Are you better? No. Okay, let me... Uh... Hold on. Hold on. Let me start something like another audio thing on my computer. Gosh. Audio for like other videos sounds good for me. Talk again. Are we are we okay? Uh-uh. No, hold up. Let me.
Well, we are back from a uh, little, little audio difficulty. Whatever uh, my robot voice was, I apologize that you didn't get to hear this <laughs> voice coming to you, putting your children to sleep. Um, yeah, Saints Panthers. I have the Panthers winning this. I don't know how far you heard me get into it, but I will say uh, the Panthers at home, I believe they control it. They're a different team. They're not going to let uh, they're not going to let Jameis Winston beat them on 150 yards passing. And the bottom line is it comes down to Kamara versus McCaffrey. And I think McCaffrey has the better day at home and the extra weapons in Robbie Anderson and uh, DJ Moore that the Panthers have make the difference up in this game. Uh, I, I do believe it was more about the Packers not showing up last week than the Saints. I think it was partially the Saints, but a lot of the Packers not showing up why, is why they look so good. Uh, so I believe in the Panthers at home here. And uh, you're going to be a fool and take New Orleans, aren't you? I Well, listen, man. I, 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 or did I convince you? <laughs> no. Well, I, I we made the, the, not, the not-so-stupid bet like two or three weeks ago of who was going to be the surprise team in the NFL, and I said the New Orleans Saints. I uh, felt like I wasn't so crazy last week, especially after watching what happened with Green Bay. You know, and I agree 150 yards for a quarterback. Like, I feel like, especially if you throw five touchdowns, I feel like you got to have like 400 yards to be able to, like, <laughs> like those things like coincide. You would think. Uh, I, I like what you were, I, I really do believe in what you're saying where it comes down to the matchups. And I do think that they do provide, especially in the wide receiving group, I think that the, um, the Carolina Panthers are a lot more established there. Uh, I just, I don't know, man, something about Jameis Winston right now. It's got me going. I'm, I'm, I've got the Jameis bug right now. I'm all over it. Is this because we got made fun of for having to wear glasses and stuff the other week? Maybe that's what it was. I mean, we are just, we're living vicariously <laughs> through Jameis Winston's LASIK surgery. <laughs> LASIK. Or you are at least. <laughs> the LASIK is really what's doing it right now. He's got LASIK, he, LASIK Winston. I, I, all I know <laughs> is that, you know, it's supposed to give you like 20, 20 vision, but they must've given him like eagle eyes or some shit. Like he must have like some kind of superpower now. I don't know. So I, yeah. I'm taking the Saints on the road, though. That's me. I oh man, see, I think I I have to see it another week or two from the Fair. Saints. Uh, but that that South beyond Tampa Bay is really garbage, in my opinion. Yeah, especially so, after the outing that Atlanta put up last week. Yeah. <laughs> not not I, too hot. I I just yeah. So I I. I and I think part of it is too. I, I like the Panthers. Growing as a kid, my uncle lives in North Carolina, so I kind of liked the Panthers and kind of cheered for them from afar growing up. So I kind of cheer for them still today. Uh, when since I came in the league, I mean, I was always been a Broncos fan, but there was another team to watch who wasn't playing at the Broncos' time slot all the time. Um, and that could be part of it, and the Christian McCaffrey. But I really do think that. The, the Panthers offense can outplay uh, the Saints offense. And that's really going to be the difference in the game. So yeah, I, 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 I can't, the, the Saints, I just, congratulations, Lattimore on getting paid, but uh, you're, he's hurt now too. So that, yeah, I was gonna say that at least he got paid before he got hurt. Uh, that hurts the Saints. So it definitely does. 
Uh, Vikings, Cardinal. I know we're probably pushing up against it, aren't we? Uh, Vikings, Cardinals. <laughs> uh, yeah. Not a surprise here. Kyler Murray pops off again. Please, God, I have you on my fantasy. I need another 40-point performance again this week. And I think he will. I think he's. I think Kyler Murray will be the just as spectacular as he was last week. I think another four touchdown performance. I think this time he throws for over two fifty. I'm gonna say like two. I'm gonna say two ninety is what he goes for. Can't get over three hundred. Can't get over three hundred. I, I, I think. Uh, I think he might because I think Chase Edmonds will. Chase Edmonds was involved. He looks like he can be an above average running back or at least at that running back position um, for that team. DeAndre Hopkins is a beast. Christian Kirk. Yeah. Uh, with Without being in the shadow of Fitzgerald anymore, felt like he kind of came into his own. Yeah. And, and I do hope Fitzgerald comes back to this Cardinals team at some point and helps them with the championship run because – Something. Fitzy. I mean, everybody loves you. I, I don't Larry, know a person – I don't, I don't know anybody that hates you. They might hate going against you, but, dude – Nobody hates him. No. He's the poster child for the NFL. It's like there's there's players that are just like not liked around the league. That, and it's not because they're just good. They're just not liked. Yeah. He's not one of them. He's just good. Yeah. The only reason you don't like him is because you have to face him on a Sunday. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. the uh, I mean, I, yeah, I could see easily. Uh, I told you the Vikings had that other injury along their defensive line it's Kyler Murray. The only, the only way I think he doesn't go for what you said. In fact, I think he should go for over 300 is if they just take their foot off the gas. Yeah. That's, this is another game that should be high scoring. And we mentioned earlier, earlier Chandler Jones. Do you, can he get, I would, okay. If he gets a double digit sacks, that would be unreal. But yeah. if he gets three sacks in this game, I was going to say, I, I, I could see him easily getting two. And I, I think that that in and of itself is already crazy enough. Okay. So let's see. Let's. Okay. Over, under, over, under two and a half. I'll Where take the over. Chan- You're going to take the over. Damn it. What if it's three and a half? Do you take four? I take under. I, okay. I don't think I could take four. You know, I, I want to take four because I want to see it. All right. I, I, actually, I, I, I would wanna... <laughs> love I would love to see it too. I a part of me is like I think they saw what he did last week and I think they'll probably be ready for him, but yeah. I just I mean he looked like an unguardable Von yeah. Miller and Aaron Donald combined. I know. So yeah, it could be a TJ Watt game. Yeah. It could it be. Could be. I, I think, yeah, I think I got to, I mean, we got to figure out some bad things, but I really, cause I was, I was going to start at four for my number. Cause I really think that four would be, I think that's a good number against where well, you mentioned Kirk cousins is not mobile. So. Oh, more immobile quarterbacks, Falcons and Buccaneers. <laughs> Don't think there's a surprise here from us again. Uh, yeah, Bucks at home. Yeah. yeah, Falcons look like hot shit, and I think they will continue to be hot shit. The only reason to watch this game is for me to see Rob Gronkowski catch two more touchdowns. Please, God. And, uh, and because I want to see Kyle Pitts. That too. That's the only reason to watch him. But I'm not going to be watching this game because you know what game is going on at the same time. That's the Cowboys and the Chargers. This game, I think it's turning into a great matchup. 
But another 50-50 game. And it is. what's great about this one is that it will be good. Yes. <clears throat> it's not one of those 50-50 games where you're like, I don't like the Jets or Patriots, where it's like, I don't know, but it could be a low-scoring game. I think this game could go into the 30s, and I think we could reach a total combined score of like 80-plus points. I, well, I mean, Dak's throwing for over 400 in three straight games. <laughs> Which is, and, and I know Herbert can do it, and it's oh, yeah. not a good defense for Dallas. So, no. I mean, it's a possibility. I, okay, well, then who do you have? Chargers at home. I love Dak, and I love, I hate the Cowboys, but man, they just, I, for my boy Dak, I just want him to be so good. So I, I took the Cowboys. You disappoint me. I know. Listen, I don't doing? like the Cowboys, but I love Dak. I like. I can't after, go against Dak. What if after fucking... after what the Rams did in SoFi Stadium, the Chargers are going to follow that up, losing to the Cowboys, who are short <laughs> offensive linemen, defensive linemen. What are you? What are you thinking? I mean, I get what you're saying. It could be very high scoring. Yeah. And I I love the I mean the Cowboys offense, but they've got to get Zeke involved if they want to win this game, and I don't know if they're going to. I, I think they're still going to trot him along slowly enough. I mean, they're not going to say quantum, but they're moving him along slow. And the chargers are, the chargers are good. And Bosa is going to wreck Dak. I hope, I literally hope that Dak doesn't get hurt. I'm kind of afraid of yeah. Dak getting hurt because Bosa is going up against a backup, backup offensive lineman. Yeah. <laughs> and it, I mean, I could see it being high scoring because of the, uh, the high powered off, like the way that the Cowboys can score. But, you know, I, 80s might be a little high, but I could see the at least 65 in this All game. Right. I actually, I don't, I don't know what the total is, but Chargers are up by three now. Yeah. I, I, I don't know how you can go against the Chargers at home starting this one, even though it's not much of a home field advantage. <laughs> it never has been, whether they're San Diego or LA. Uh, incredibly true. God. I do feel but, bad for them. They're such a redheaded stepchild of the NFL, and they're good. That's another thing. It's like I don't understand. They, they should be. So I just I can't take the Cowboys. I feel like they were more lucky to win the game last week than it was out of skill. Um, they overcame a lot of mistakes, and uh, the Ravens kind of handed it to them. That's fair. So that's more of how I feel with the Chargers, that the Chargers are – the Chargers are just really focused, and and oh, Jared Cook, watch out for Jared Cook in this game to really expose Micah Parsons. That's right. Parsons did not he's look not, good in coverage. No, he is not. Well, I don't think he's good in coverage, or as good as people thought he was in coverage. I no. Watching no. him trying to cover Gronk or literally any other tight end that they trotted out there, or a wide receiver or running back for that matter, he just could yeah. not keep up with them. Yeah, so I, I think, you know, I think Keenan Allen would get will get his, but uh, Jared Cook should have a heyday this week, yeah. and I think the Chargers are smart enough to see that. Titan Seahawks, uh, yeah, East Coast traveling to the West Coast play the Seahawks I yeah Seahawks we talked about I think uh that for me is uh that's an easy Seahawks win the Titans their offensive line just I mean Taylor Luan apologized to the city of New Orleans or Nashville (laughs) 
I'm actually going out to Tennessee next week or two weeks. Hell yeah. Uh, Are you going to go see a Titans game? Are they in town? No, I don't know. I won't be there on a Sunday. If they play on a Thursday, I'll go. I don't know. Thursday. I just going to Memphis to get out of Colorado. But fair enough. I'm going to eat some barbecue. Can I? I might not. I might. I might not pick you, Titans fans. But I will come visit. I will. I will eat your food. (laughs) Yes, I will eat your food. Uh, I think I was wrong on how I thought the Titans (sighs) were going to be that good. Uh, I I think I I am too. I just that. the only thing that I think was really holding out hope was that Tannehill looked great at home last year and he was nowhere near the same quarterback on the road and Derrick Henry couldn't get going last week. I think he does get going this week a little bit more, but not to the tune of uh, a victory. Yeah. I don't, I don't think it's anything good. So yeah. Seahawks, Seahawks, I think roll because yep. It's just like every, just like last year, Lockett and Wilson are on the same page. I mean, that catch by Lockett over the shoulder, beautiful, unreal. Yeah. Like, not many. There's only a handful of guys who can make that. Yeah, totally agree. Chiefs at Ravens. I, Chiefs at Ravens. Yeah, it's even if it's the Ravens, can't go against opener, the Chiefs right now. I can't. I can't. I, just, I know yeah. they. I know they got lucky last week to win that game. Or like I feel they got lucky. Uh, Patrick Mahomes the- is just a fucking football player that cannot and will not refuses to lose, and it pisses me the fuck off. I know, because how many more years of this shit do we have as Broncos fans? Ten, how many? Twenty? I fuck. I mean, Tom Brady's talking about playing until fifty. Jesus. And now that the Broncos are more decent than they have been in past years, they're not going to get a quarterback. Unless they trade for Aaron Rodgers. And even yeah. then, it's only a few year fix. I mean, there are going to be years of this unless unless the Chiefs, uh, Steve Fuck Young, up. and Joe Montana this thing. Yeah. And get another guy. And I, I don't I, I don't know. I don't know what I don't know what the Chiefs are gonna do to mess this up. I and I, I don't can only hope they that will. they do something. Uh, yeah. Uh, that, that's the only thing that you have. So yeah. The the Ravens start out the season 0-2 and the Chiefs go two and zero. Monday night football. I believe we are both on the same page with this one. It's hard to imagine. <laughs> Lions that. versus Packers. Yeah, it's hard to imagine. I know that the Lions had a very incredible late comeback. Um, hard to imagine, though, that Aaron Rodgers won. I'm sure he hates Detroit. It's an in-division <laughs> game. I'm sure he hates it. Uh, he normally plays incredibly well against division rivals in general. Uh, yeah. And it's hard to imagine that he doesn't just take what happened last week and prove to people, hey, sorry, I just had an off week, but, like, I do want to win. Yeah, welcome to the vi- division, Jared Goff. Yeah. You are going to get smacked around by Aaron Rodgers twice this year, and this is just the first time around. Yeah, uh, yeah this could easily – everybody who's pissed off at Aaron Rodgers is uh, going to be – Praising trotting him. out, <laughs> trotting out his jerseys all of next week and all oh, of yeah. Sunday when he goes for like five touchdowns. Easily, and this is this is one of those at home where it's like, okay, yep, yeah, guys, we got this. Especially uh, watching what San Francisco did last week to the defense in the first half, I can't imagine that Rodgers has not watched the tape enough to know yeah. this is where I need to go. This is what I need to do. I think they're fun, and it's I, I like Dan Campbell. I really do. I, I, I do. I think he's great. I think he's good for football. Yeah. 
uh he's a detroit guy he's a detroit he's he's a detroit type of guy and i think he can do well there uh but he's gotta get rid of golf after this season and uh hope to start that team because he has a foundation of some stuff there but uh that does not start this week all right i want to finish this up with uh a a dream weaver before we go um i don't know if you have one but i will uh let me let me pull up my dream weaver right here. You know, I love I love those free bets. And I had a three dollar free bet that I had to place by tomorrow. So I went with a 10 team parlay. Holy shit. <laughs> some of them are against the spread, some of them are not. But I have the Bengals plus two and a half, the Browns straight up money line, Rams minus three and a half, Broncos. Straight up, I the six and a half I could not do. No. Uh, Bills minus three and a half. Cardinals three and a half. Okay. Buccaneers money line. Chargers three and a half. Uh, Chiefs. Chiefs were only three and a half against the Ravens, by the way. That is impressive. Baltimore. Um, yeah, and Packers straight up three dollars to win three twenty seven. So my dream weaver this week is my <laughs> ten team parlay. <laughs> And I think I have a legit chance. That's not bad. You know, there, there's a few that kind of intimidate me, but the chances, uh, the Chargers three and a half kind of scares me. I know they're that, at home. Yeah, that that could. But most of, most of them that are against the line, I mean, the Chiefs, the Bengals could disappoint me. The but Bengals two and a half. Could. I think two and a half. Did eh. you say the Cardinals? Were the Car- Cardinals? Yeah, Cardinals are three and a half. Uh, they need to win by more than three and a half over the Vikings. Uh, the Rams against the Colts are three and a half. That that's an interesting one too. Could be, yeah. But I had to throw some of them in there to get plus. Uh, what was it ten? Uh, what was my <laughs> what, what? What were my odds again? Uh, ten thousand plus ten thousand nine hundred twenty-four. So, <laughs> best my of luck. Leader, I just. Just have that dream come true. <laughs> you know, I can't. Devontae Booker, you let me down and you led you to a 10 team freaking parlay, you jackass. You fucking bastard. Uh, well, I don't have a 10 team parlay or any kind of, you know, uh, you know, dream big moment. However, uh, I did when you, when I saw that we had the dream weaver on here, I got very excited because I do love yes. this segment. Uh, my dream weaver, I went through and looked at all the NFL games and it's going back to the Patriots and, uh, Jets game. Okay. I want Zach Wilson. So I don't know why I, I think Zach Wilson's going to be the best quarterback in this draft. I really do right ahead of fields as well. Yeah. I want him to throw for three touchdowns and easily cruise to victory dream. You know, I, I can believe in that dream. I told you that's how that's how I think they beat the Patriots is by just outscoring. They need them. to air it out. Yeah. And and that's I, what again, that's how that's how they got close at the end of uh last week's game. Yeah. They let Zach Wilson play his air air it out kind of ball. You know, of of the dreams that could become a reality, yours is uh yours yours I would not put your odds at uh, 10,124 <laughs> as mine. The, the odds do seem pretty good. So I, I'll take it. I'll take it. Oh, Mace. Well, the odds are really good that we'll be back next week. The odds are incredible. I guarantee you good. that. Yeah, very good. Uh, but it's been great doing a show with you. You as well, sir. Going through this. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll see how our uh, picks turn out. 
But uh, for Mason Stewart, I think he'll be on this side or he'll be on that side. I don't know at the end. I'm Colin Zanker. Either way. You're this you side. Can, you can point. Okay. Then I think you're probably this side. <laughs> it's backwards on my screen. But this has been the undrafted, uncensored. We'll see you all next week. Go Bronx. Go Bronx.